here on the John DePietro Show. Many centuries ago, St. Augustine, common objects of their love. What are the common objects we Liberty, dignity, respect, honor, and yes, the truth. Oh. Recent weeks and months have taught us a painful lesson. There is truth and there are lies. Lies told for power and for profit. And each of us has a duty and a responsibility as citizens, as Americans, and especially as leaders. Leaders who have pledged to honor our Constitution and protect our nation. Uh. To defend the truth and defeat the lies. Look. Folks, this is uh, President-elect Joe Biden. Live in Washington. Many of my fellow Americans view the future on this dreadful Wednesday. With fear and trepidation. Uh. I understand they worry about their jobs. I understand, like my dad, they lay in bed staring at, the, at night, staring at the ceiling, wondering, can I keep my health care? Can I pay my mortgage? Thinking about their families. Four years of this. About what comes next. I promise you, I get it. Ugh. But the answer is not to turn inward, to retreat into competing factions, distrusting those who don't look like, look like you, Ugh. or worship the way you do. Or don't get their news from the same sources you do? Oh, here we go. We must end this uncivil war that pits red against blue. Rural versus urban. Rural versus urban. Excuse me? Conservative versus liberal. We can do this. What about progressive? If we open our souls instead of hardening our hearts. If we show a little tolerance and humility. And if... We're willing to stand in the other person's shoes, as my mom would say, just for a moment, stand in their shoes. Because here's the thing about life. There's no accounting for what fate will deal you. Some days when you need a hand, there are other days when we're called to lend a hand. That's how it has to be. This is what we do for one another. And if we are this way, our country will be stronger, more prosperous, more ready for the future. And we can still disagree. Hi, Ginger. My fellow Americans, in the work ahead of us, we're going to need each other. We need all our strength to, preserve, to persevere. To pay the taxes. this dark winter. We're entering what may be the toughest and deadliest period of the virus. Oh, again. We must set aside politics and finally face this pandemic as one nation. Not happening. One nation. Four years ago, resist. And I promise you this. Four years ago, resist. The Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. We will get through this together. Together. Oh. Look, folks. Folks, this is all my colleagues I serve with in the House and the Senate up here. We all understand the world is watching, watching all of us today. Oh, enough with the world. So here's my message to those beyond our borders. Pay up. America has been tested, and we've come out stronger for it. And stop coming here. We will repair our alliances and engage with the world once again. Not to meet yesterday's challenges, 
but today's and tomorrow's challenges. And we'll lead not merely by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. Folks, you're listening to inauguration we'll proceedings. A strong and trusted partner for peace, progress, and security. Look, you all know we've been th- through so much in this nation. And in my first act as president, I'd like to ask you to join me in a moment of silent prayer. Remember all of those who we lost in this past year to the pandemic, those 400,000 fellow Americans, moms, dads, husbands, wives, sons, daughters, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. We'll honor them by becoming the people and the nation we know we can and should be. So I ask you, let's say a silent prayer for those who've lost their lives and those left behind and for our country. Folks, you're listening. This is the inauguration. President Joe Biden has been sworn in as the 46th president. Live coverage on AM 1380, 99.9 FM, the John DePietro Show. Folks, this is a time of testing. We face an attack on our democracy and on truth. A raging virus, growing inequity, the sting of systemic racism, a climate in crisis, America's role in the world. Any one of these would be enough to challenge us in profound ways. But the fact is, we face them all at once, presenting this nation with one of the gravest responsibilities we've had. Now we're going to be tested. Are we going to step up? All of us? It's time for boldness, for there's so much to do. And this is certain. I promise you, we will be judged, you and I, by how we resolve these cascading crises of our era. We will rise to the occasion is the question. Will we master this rare and difficult hour? Will we meet our obligations and pass along a new and better world to our children? I believe we must. I'm sure you do as well. I believe we will. And when we do, we'll write the next great chapter in the history of the United States of America, the American story. A story that might sound something like a song that means a lot to me. It's called American Anthem. There's one verse that stands out, at least for me, and it goes like this. The work and prayers of century have brought us to this day. What shall be our legacy? What will our children say? Let me know in my heart when my days are through. America, America, I gave my best to you. Let's add, let's us add our own work and prayers to the unfolding story of our great nation. If we do this, then when our days are through, our children and our children's children will say of us, they gave their best, they did their duty, they healed a broken land. My fellow Americans, I closed the day where I began with the sacred oath. Before God and all of you, I give you my word. I will always level with you. I will defend the Constitution. I'll defend our democracy. I'll defend America. And I'll give all 
all of you keep everything you I do in your service, thinking not of power, but of possibilities, not of personal interest, but the public good. And together, we shall write an American story of hope, not fear, of unity, not division, of light, not darkness, a story of decency and dignity, love and healing, greatness and goodness. May this be the story that guides us, the story that inspires us, and the story that tells ages yet to come that we answered the call of history. We met the moment. Democracy and hope, truth and justice did not die on our watch but thrive. That America secured liberty at home and stood once again as a beacon to the world. That is what we owe our forebears, one another, and generation to follow. So, with purpose and resolve, we turn to those tasks of our time, sustained by faith, driven by conviction, and devoted to one another and the country we love with all our hearts. May God bless America, and may God protect our troops. Thank you, America. Folks, that is uh, President Joe Biden. Right here. On the John DePietro Show. On this Wednesday, in the nation's capital, we're listening to live coverage. Being supported uh, by Kamala Harris. President Trump has landed in Florida. President Trump is actually no longer the president. Big ovation. I see. Gentlemen, please be seated. Oh, Vice President Pence, let's stay with the inauguration proceedings. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Garth Brooks to perform uh, Amazing Grace. Folks, here is Garth Brooks, former friend of America. Now, in case, in case you hadn't heard, apparently on January 6th there were some people at the Capitol. Uh, this is brutal. But folks, it's history, so we're going to bring it to you. Right here on the John DePietro Show. I will never buy another Garth Brooks CD. Not that I have anybody, but... Uh. Sing 
than when we first begun. I forgot to ask you to sing this last verse with me. No. Not just the people here, but the people at home. No. Work as one. No. United. Wrong. Resist. We won't sing along with you. That saved a wretch is in me. Ah. I once was lost. Talk about it. Well, King. Good afternoon. It's time to feature your listening live inauguration day coverage. Excuse me. Uh, I'm allergic to bad singing. I'm allergic to progressives. All right, let's see what happens now. That was uh, the former singer Garth Brooks. Funny about that. Folks, this portion of the inauguration is brought to you by Henry Oil. Hard not to be reminded of President Obama's singing that same song at the Mother Emanuel Church. This is Senator Roy Blunt. Henry Oil, call them 5210200. Poetry and prayer as you could possibly come. Uh, And we're going to finish with those two things. Let me introduce Amanda Gorman. Uh, our nation's first ever national poet laureate. Uh, do you remember when, folks, remember uh, Henry Oil called him today, 401 521 Do you remember when Chiki said, and they called it Rejugio? No. They called the island, not Rhode Island, but um, Rejugio. What did he call it? Repugio or something like that. Folks, now the poet laureate, I always like this. But call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable, few oil delivery, automatic delivery, budget plan, service Mr. contract. Mr. President. Lock and cap pricing. Dr. Biden. Online at henryoil.com. Vice President. Oh, Mr. Poll. Emhoff, Americans and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? Roses are red, violets are blue, I voted for Trump, how about you? Braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. Uh. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just Remember, riots are the voice of the the unheard. The dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. 
And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms you know, remember, to one resist. another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promise to lay the hill we climb if only we dare it because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share it would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But uh. while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. Remember, there was a protest in at this the Capitol. Truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope There's and no laughter to ourselves. So... While once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert, how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? Apparently it we will did. not march back to what was, but move to what shall be. A country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce, and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens. But one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy yeah. and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the west. We will rise from the windswept northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked south. We will rebuild, reconcile, and recover in every known nook 
of our nation in every corner called our country, our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Folks, again, you're listening to the Biden inauguration right here, AM 1380, 99.9 online at thepeople.com. We'll see what happens next. But right now at uh, 1224 on this Wednesday, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. I repeat, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Thank you, Amanda Gorman. Now for our benediction, I'm pleased to introduce Reverend Dr. Sylvester Beam. And the pastor of the Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Wilmington, Delaware, a friend of President Biden for 30 years. As a nation and people of faith gathered in this historical moment, let us unite in prayer. God, we gather under the beauty of your holiness and the holiness of your beauty. We seek your face, your smile, your warm embrace. We petition you once more in this celebration. We pray for divine favor upon our president, Joseph R. Biden, and our first lady, Dr. Jill Biden, and their family. We further ask that you would extend the same favor upon our vice president, Kamala D. Harris, and our second gentleman, Doug Imhoff, and their family. More than ever, more than ever, Mamala. They and our nation need you. We need you, for in you we discover our common humanity. In our common humanity, we will seek out the wounded and bind their wounds. We will seek healing for those who are sick and diseased. We will mourn our dead. We will befriend the lonely, the least, and the left out. We will share our abundance with those who are hungry. We will do justly to the oppressed, acknowledge sin, and seek forgiveness, thus grasping reconciliation. In discovering our humanity, we will seek the good in and for all our neighbors. We will love the unlovable. Remove the stigma of the so-called untouchables. We'll care for our most vulnerable, our children, the elderly, emotionally challenged, and the poor. We will seek rehabilitation beyond correction. We'll extend opportunity to those locked out of opportunity. We will make friends of our enemies. We will make friends of our enemies. People, your people, should no longer raise up weapons against one another. 
We will rather use our resources for the national good and become a beacon of life and goodwill to the world. And neither shall we learn hatred anymore. We'll lie down in peace and not make our neighbors afraid. In you, O oh God, we discover our humanity. In our humanity, we discover our commonness. Beyond the difference of color, creed, origin, political party, ideology, geography, and personal preferences. We'll become greater stewards of your environment. Preserving the land, reaping from it a sustainable harvest, and securing its wonder and miracle-giving power for generations to come. This is our benediction, that from these hallowed grounds, where slaves labored to build this shrine and citadel to liberty and democracy, let us all acknowledge from the indigenous Native American to those who recently received their citizenship, from the African American to those whose foreparents came from Europe and every corner of the globe, from the wealthy to those struggling to make it, from every human being regardless of their choices, that this is our country. As such, teach us, O oh God, as such, teach us, O oh God, to live in it, love in it, be healed in it, and reconcile to one another in it, lest we miss kingdom's goal. To your glory, majesty, dominion, and power forever. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. In the strong name of our collective faith. Amen. Folks here listening, good afternoon Please at 1230. As the Armed Forces Color Guard retires our national colors. John DePietro, you're listening to live coverage of the Biden inauguration. We'll stay with this just for a couple more moments. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Folks, it is history. We want to carry it just in case anything would have happened. Nice music. President Trump is in Florida. It is a new day on this Wednesday, January 20th. We have a new president. He is President Joe Biden. We have a new vice president, Kamala Harris. Just the way it has worked out. Ladies and gentlemen, please be seated and remain in your seats while the president and official party depart the platform. For safety reasons, your ushers will release your section in an organized manner. Following the playing of our national march, the stars and stripes forever. All right, I think the speech is over. So. I'll get a play-by-play of what's happening. As we speak, I see, uh, oh, they have people already arriving over the border. Construction on the wall has stopped. And 
the time is it? At 12.31, a caravan from Honduras and Guatemala are now making their way over the border to become citizens. I see uh, President Biden is shaking hands and welcoming some members of Antifa that are at the inauguration. Here's the uh, defund the police organizers that are there. Big turnout, I see. Here's uh, Black Lives Matter, we're all there. There are, and there are all, no, there's 11 million illegal aliens that are about to be named citizens. One of the leaders of that is uh, waving to everyone and holding up some kind of a card. I can't see what it is. There are the group of Antifa's now marching along. They feel success on this inauguration day. They got their guy in the White House. They were the uh, defund the police people. Folks, by the way, uh, this is happening at the Capitol. You probably didn't hear about this, but back on January 6th, there was a protest at the Capitol. I don't think they said that uh, in the past five minutes. There, of course, Kamala Harris. In an unsuccessful campaign, but she is now the vice president of the United States. Very upset about that Vogue cover that showed her wearing sneakers. Folks, that is uh, inauguration. There is, uh, looking at the monitor, there is the president of the United States. Joe Biden, folks, you're hearing him right now, thanking everyone as he's walking through the Capitol. I got to admit, the Capitol does look different today than it does back on the 6th. I don't see anyone there wearing a buffalo head or horns. So the Bidens are making their way out. And we're going to uh, stay with the feed a little bit to see when then he's going to head over to the Oval Office. Now, President Trump did leave Joe Biden, President Biden, excuse me, a note. We'll find out exactly what is in that. For everyone that is at home, now there's a lot of people that have not left their house today. Stay at home and they're listening for the next signal that everything is in motion. So shout out to all our Q listeners. So folks, a lot of pop and circumstance. Here I see uh, members of Antifa are, they're not saluting the flag, they're doing something at the flag. There goes President Biden, First Lady Jill Biden, not Dr. Joe Biden. Who else do I see? There is the First Lady, uh, excuse me, Vice President Kamala Harris. Very, very happy. And the second First Gentleman, I think he's being called. Her husband, Doug, they're thanking some of the Capitol people. Um, I don't think there are any Trump protesters left inside the Capitol at this time. So, folks, again, we'll, um, there's President Obama, and they're greeting various people. President Trump has left Washington. There's some people there high-fiing the Georgia delegation, saying, nice job, whatever that means. 
There's the people from Michigan that are laughing, saying we can't believe we pulled it off. And then there's also the delegation of Pennsylvania saying, can you believe it? We've got him in the White House. Folks, a lot of happy uh, people. Hunter Biden is there. Hunter Biden, uh, it looks like he either had a frosted donut or, huh, that's odd. He seems to have some frosting right there on his, maybe it's a little shaving cream. Here's Amy Klobuchar, folks, in that very risky mustard jacket. You don't see that a lot. Now, but her goal was let me pick out a coat that no one else is going to wear that color. She succeeded. There's no one else in a mustard coat with a red scarf. Amy Klobuchar, you know, talk about like sending a signal. Uh, that was quite a getup. I'm not sure who picked that out. I'll be the old, I'll be the one. Look for me up on the platform. Yeah, but everyone's going to be in a, no, I'll be in a mustard jacket with a red scarf. You're right. So she actually looks like a, it's a, like a hot dog outfit. Ketchup and mustard. So folks, they are, they are gleeful. Many of the people that are as they're leaving, they cannot believe what they pulled off. Some of the people are saying, can you believe that? He never left the basement. There is uh, Amy Senator Klobuchar in her hot dog outfit, which is a mustard jacket with a red scarf, uh, chatting with Vice President Mike Pence. There is uh, Hillary Clinton speaking with President Barack Obama, saying, do you believe that? He never left the basement and the guy got elected. There is uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi laughing, saying, we now run the chamber. Uh, by former Vice President Mike Pence chatting with uh, Amy Klobuchar, saying we did it. There's President Obama chatting with an unidentified person. I see uh, former President Bill Clinton is chatting with a group. So there's Senator Ted Cruz saying I never got the chance to finish my speech. There is President Obama congratulating the Poet Laureate. There's... Lady Gaga, folks, uh, whispering something. President Obama, no doubt inappropriate, saying, why haven't you called me back? What was that? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Who else do I see? There's Bill Clinton trying to make his way over to where Lady Gaga is. Uh, so, folks, this is, again, the inauguration. But I do want to we'll pick up the feed when um, the new president... Well, there's quite an extended conversation between President Obama still speaking with Lady Gaga. Saying, I didn't get the message. I had no idea you called me. Uh, there's President Obama speaking with the Poet Laureate. First time a poem was read with no rhyming. There is uh, Hillary Clinton saying, I still think I won in 2016. Telling everyone we don't have to resist anymore. A lot of people are taking photos. There's some people laughing, saying, do you remember when we launched the Russia hoax? That tied him up for the first two years. There's some other people on the platform. Folks, it is a sunny day. There's now Michelle Obama. Ooh, she's pointing her finger at Lady Gaga, saying, you stay away from him. That's interesting. So something's going on there. There goes uh, former Vice President Mike Pence. Different time for him leaving the Capitol this time. This time he's not leaving through the tunnel. 
Pence asking if someone could give him a ride back to get his belongings. There is uh, Lady Gaga still talking with Michelle Obama, saying, hey, he called me, lady. There's, oh, that's uh, J-Lo in an all-white fur coat with A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez, they're right there. There's J-Lo chatting with Michelle Obama. This is, let's listen in. This is uh, A-Rod and J-Lo chatting with Michelle Obama. Oh, there's a little bit of a lull, folks, in between the music. You could actually have heard them. This President Obama. Uh, excuse me, former President Bill Clinton making the rounds. And he's thinking, think about that. He is thinking that 29 years ago, no, let's see. Uh, 93, January 93. Okay, so 22 years ago, he was being sworn in, right? No. 28 years ago, 28 years ago. Right, 28 years ago. So there's an extended conversation. Now there is President Obama, former President Bill Clinton, Michelle Obama, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez. And they were all laughing. Can you believe it? The guy never left the basement and he won. And Obama's saying, did you see what we pulled in Georgia? Oh, it's amazing what's going on now. You can learn a lot. I'm glad I stayed with the feed. Extended conversation with uh, A-Rod and President Obama. A-Rod saying, boy, you look pretty good on that surfboard in Hawaii. Are you, are you juicing? President Obama laughed and said, no, but if I was going to, uh, you know I'd call you. Now there's Hillary chatting with Lady Gaga. And there's uh, Nancy Pelosi making her way out of the Capitol. Folks, 25,000 troops are in Washington. Some other people coming out. Well, we want to. Uh, there's Amy Klobuchar in her mustard coat, making sure that uh, people could pick her out uh, a mile away. We're going to stay with this just because I want to. Um, I believe we'll carry when President Biden. I think they're going to show him entering the White House for the first time. So right now at 12:42. Good afternoon, folks. On this uh, very somber Wednesday, I should actually have a black jacket on. Boy, there's Mitch McConnell. He was not at the Trump going away at Andrews Air Force Base. No, he is there at the Capitol. Folks, when it all comes down to it, they are uh, very loyal to uh, the cause. Hey, I want to, let's see, I want to remind you, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Whether it is your washing machine or your dryer or your refrigerator or stove or garbage disposal, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Remember, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. So they, uh, President Obama's hanging around, still talking to people. 
Um, you know, I got to say, it must must feel good actually after the pandemic to be able to see some people. I want to um, go back and play, folks, some of the sound. Twenty five thousand troops are in Washington. Talk about over the top. <laughs> what time is General Flynn showing up? All the Q people cannot believe what is going on. What's going on? We were told, like, everything's on schedule. Hold on. Things are happening. All right, let's hear. Uh, this was uh, Joe Biden, folks, a short time ago. History, though. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. Will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. That's how it sounded. No campaign. Biden in the basement. Amazing, folks. And there was Hunter right there. Now, I want to play... Here's when uh, the, the Justice Sotomayor uh, mispronounced Kamala Harris's name. The reason this is significant is we were told if you mispronounce her name that it's, it's racist. So let's hear this. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Kamala Baby no, Harris, Kamala. Mispronounced her name. That I will support and How racist. Judge Sotomayor. That's a sign of white privilege, folks. Mispronounced her name as vice president. Let's hear that again. It's Kamala. Please raise your right hand Kamala. and repeat after me. I, Kamala, no. Kamala. Justice Sotomayor. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign Mispronouncing a name, right? That's what they're saying, that if you do that, that's a form of racism. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation freely. That I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental she reservation could be president or purpose someday. of evasion. That I will well oh. and faithfully discharge. That I will well and faithfully discharge. The duties of the office on which I am about to enter. The duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. That is amazing. Uh, folks, this is, I mean, could there be anything more depressing? The issue is with... Uh, look at that. Even at that moment, even at that moment, mispronounced the name. Mispronounced the name. Folks, it's racism. There's just no way two ways about it. Um, all right, uh, let's see. 
Oh, my God. Folks, Chris Wallace of Fox News. It was a great speech. Uh, and the way we can do it is if we show each other a little tolerance and humility. Martha, I thought it was a great speech. Uh, um, I've been listening to these inaugural addresses since 1961. John F. Kennedy asked not. I thought this was the best inaugural address I ever heard. Obviously, a lot of this event today, a lot of the president's speech was, was colored by the emotion of the fact that exactly two weeks ago, 14 days ago, there was a mob of thugs, of oh insurrectionists, of domestic they have to go back to the Capitol. on the inaugural stand. It's a protest. And Joe Biden was saying that... The- Democracy prevailed. We was able to. We were able to get through that. And he was talking about how we need to get through that in the future. You know, Chris Wallace, who botched the first debate, who is now, um, who is now basically trying to rescue things. Best speech inaugural ever. Are you kidding me? Wow. How about in Japan? Trump supporters in Japan take to the streets. March for Trump. Japan stands with Trump. The White House Twitter account has been handed over. The White House Twitter account has been handed over. And then, folks, earlier there was Lady Gaga. She does have a good voice. Houston. You know, they were uh, at the Capitol. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. They were at the Capitol. You may not have heard this, but back on uh, January 6th, there were some protesters there. I don't know if anyone mentioned that today. In the last five minutes. Ah, oh, this is brutal. Now, I was mentioning earlier to Dan McGowan. Folks, good afternoon at 12.50. It's John DePietro. We're on the air till uh, 2 o'clock. Um, I was mentioning to Dan McGowan that it's interesting that um, I, I'm seeing right now the new mayor of Central Falls put out a statement saying a proud day for me as a mother, a woman, Latina, and a leader. And um, I, I'm just going to tweet. I mentioned to Dan McGowan. Um, would have, I mentioned it earlier, would have been a nice gesture for Senator Reed to, um, would have been a nice gesture for Senator Reed to have invited uh, her to the inauguration. I think it was a um, inauguration. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. All right, so folks, what you're hearing is backdrop. I want to um, hear a little bit, though, when uh, I believe they're going to have a feed when President Biden enters the state house. Let me just see that. Oh, well, it seems like I really need some less to wear a mask. Um, well, that's true. They're all wearing masks. It's a completely different thing. Uh, President Biden speaks to former President Bill uh, after the inauguration. So they showed when um, 
President Biden went up and spoke and uh, hugged with President Obama and then also um, spoke with President George W. Bush, also who had two terms. So I want to um, remind you. Oh, did he make his way over to? Uh, I think he did. He made his way over to see uh, uh, President Bush and, and former First Lady Laura Bush. So that was a nice gesture. Well, folks, again, good afternoon on this Wednesday. At least the sun is out. It's John DePietro. Hey, listen, I uh, I tell it to you straight. It's um, there have been happier days. Put it that way. This portion of the program is brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery. Now they're located in Lincoln. They service the entire state. It's my friends Mark and Christine. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, which is repossessions, and private property towing services. Call Preferred Towing today at 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500. Also on Facebook and online, Preferred Recovery. Recovery.com. They buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Preferred Towing and Recovery. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. Call Preferred Towing today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online, PreferredRecovery.com. Now, on top of that, but they do buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. If you call them today, call for a fair offer today. Preferred Towing and Recovery, 401-725-8500. Now, folks, also make sure you visit the website, depetro.com. How about the fact that the Rhode Island Republicans in the House, they want, uh, they are requesting, they want Governor Mundo to give a date of when she's leaving. And there's different groups now that are saying the fact that the governor won't uh, now she's not commenting. She won't speak to the press. And Governor Raimondo is not announcing exactly when she's leaving. She's starting to come under some heat for that. And I think it's going to continue. By the way, I don't think she's going to do anything about it. Governor Gina Raimondo, her Senate confirmation hearing is next Tuesday. We'll bring it to live right here with Juan on the John Petro show. I want to say good afternoon again to everybody tuning in on uh, Facebook Live. We may be doing a Facebook Live a little bit later, but um, I can't. Folks, I, I'm not going to pretend it's not. It's uh, th- This is brutal. Uh, I thought President Trump deserved four more years. I thought, you know, he ran. It was a tough time to campaign during the pandemic. The, the president's people turned out for him on Election Day. This was not a traditional election. If you go to the elections, the type of elections we normally had in the past, which is election day, which is the bulk of the voting, President Trump would have won. But the problem is when people were voting a month early, three weeks early, all these mail ballots and all this other foolishness, uh, they're claiming. And again, it's already been going over. We're not going back down that road. Uh, But when you check out the website, depetro.com, I do have with the Republican Party, and I'm glad in the House, we had Representative Mike Chippendale on yesterday. Boy, that guy is just, uh, he is the real deal. But I have this statement posted, and then also Governor Mundo, she's going to be in Washington next Tuesday. But check out the website, which is sponsored by Relax Souls Reflexology. Listen, this has been a tense time. And I think a lot of people could probably use uh, some kind of relaxation. I want you to call or text Lisa Wood, Relaxed Souls Reflexology. Call or text her at 401-742-6621. Now, what is this? Reflexology is the application. It differs from massage because she works on points like your hands and your feet. 
and then different parts of your body different than that. Maybe your face and your ear and it boosts your immune function. It's really incredible. And it's Lisa Wood, Reflexology, Relaxed Souls. Call or text her 401-742-6621. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. And again, you know what the best thing you want to do? If you want to feel better on this Wednesday, I say head over and see Ron and Melissa at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, where you can still get a Trump chocolate donut, Trump cupcakes. They have delicious calzones. Located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And it is right next to AAA in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook. Delicious pastry, delicious sandwiches, delicious calzones, sausage and peppers. Everything is fresh. Ron's Pastry Gourmet voted best pastry gourmet food cafe bakery coffee in Rhode Island. Ron's Pastry Gourmet 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. So, folks, that is the latest. President Trump has arrived. He is in Mar-a-Lago in uh, Florida. Biden has taken the oath of office. Um, Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Uh, President Trump is down in at Mar-a-Lago. And he also, by the way, President Trump did issue a pardon to Judge Jeanine Piero, her ex-husband. Uh, he did get a pardon, I, I believe, a clemency of some kind. We'll get more details on that. I think that was one of the last acts that that uh, President Trump actually initiated. Michelle Obama is uh, getting a lot of buzz for her outfit, which is wore standout, micromatic look for the occasion. So her streamlined ensemble from black designer Sergio Hudson, a fuchsia top with coordinated wide leg trousers and a cut hem coat. So that's very uh, interesting. A lot of people are buzzing about uh, Michelle Obama in um, I'll hold up a photo. Uh, very, very fashionable. That's why, you know, people saying Michelle Obama, people saying that they they thought, how about the people? And I heard them saying what Joe Biden should do is appoint Michelle Obama. You know, she has no interest. They want to float in and out. She likes to travel the world. She doesn't have, a, it's not easy being president. It's certainly not easy in a campaign. I just remembered that. I haven't thought that in a little bit of these people that saying that, that um, what, uh, what, what he should do is, uh, is name Michelle Obama as the, um, yeah, that's right. Garth Brooks is being removed from the, wow, Garth Brooks is being removed from playlists at different country music stations. How about that, folks? Well, listen, it's 1258. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Folks, it is what it is. Uh, truth has prevailed. Now, I know there's some people, they're waiting for something to happen, and you were told not to leave your house. If anything happens, we'll bring it to you. But so far, as we're going to approach the one o'clock news, Joe Biden is now President Biden and President Trump has left Florida. Excuse me, is in Florida. He has not left Florida. He's in, he's in Florida. Uh, Just a quick reminder. So we're going to have the one o'clock news. We have another hour to go on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I just want to remind you, but R.E. Coogan and Heating, call them today, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, call Coogie. 
all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Look for them on Facebook, R.E. Coogan and Heating Residential Services, or call them at 401-732-6562. It's John DePietro on this inauguration Wednesday. Joe Biden is the president. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can log on at the website. Listen that way, which is to Petro.com. Another big hour to go. I'm going to tell you about some of the changes. And then President Trump has a big idea he wants to unveil. I'm going to tell you about that next. It's all ahead. Leave it right here. Quick break. One o'clock news. And then, but uh, the big story, obviously, is Joe Biden is the president. Right now, it's one o'clock.